Welcome to the official catch-up. Today I've got Jack Patrick of Gretna. Uh, how are you doing, Jack? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Are yourself? Yeah, doing, doing great. We also have uh, Chris Humphrey of Kelly Hearts in the conversation. How are you doing, Chris? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Brilliant, guys. And uh, I know the you are both based in, based in England, I believe, and I believe the, the lockdown measures are a wee bit different now. Have you noticed any change? Are you guys back at work or, or anything like that? Or is it kind of similar in terms of uh, Scotland at the moment? Everything's just kind of chill at the moment. We're just, everyone's in houses, clapping on Thursday, which is good to see. Fitness-wise, there's people going out in parks, stuff like that. So it's good to see that people are getting out. But it's just the fact you can't see anyone. It's a bit morale's fairly low. Uh, people in houses again, frustrated, especially in my house with two two siblings. So <laughs> I'll keep them on low profile. One of the things we usually touch on, Jack, is is it harder for the younger guys? Obviously, with like say your social media and uh, and whatnot that probably myself and Chris didn't have when we. We grew up. I mean, is it is it is it difficult mentally? And uh, and obviously, you mentioned uh, you're you're still trying to keep up your fitness and stuff. Is it yeah. how difficult? Has it been for you? Um, not that difficult to be honest, because nowadays we've got Xboxes, we've got phones, we've got all the gadgets. And siblings-wise, they just do the same. We've got a brother who comes out with me on the bike. He comes out for occasional run. Uh, me and my sister went out for a walk. So. Mentally, I'm I'm good. I'm I think it's the same for everyone else, to be honest. So yeah, good, good. And obviously, uh, one of the reasons we have you on um, is because you won the vote for one of the things we've done for our listeners' team of the season. Um, yeah. you've had a, a really decent season at Gretna. I believe um, you came in this season uh, a 16 year old, uh, still quite young, <laughs> Jack. But you you know you've played in uh, different positions. Obviously, right back, midfield. Uh, centre mid. I mean, is that where do you actually see your your sort of preferred position, or do you just wherever the gap or needs you basically? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, well, I came to Grenada as a centre mid. Uh, Chris played me in centre mid through pre-season, and many games went by where I was right wing, centre mid, uh, centre back one game, uh, <laughs> everywhere basically. But right now I'm pursuing the right back role, so I feel good there. It's a new position and. Every game I'm getting, I'm starting there and I'm getting progressively higher. So it's it's going well, to be fair. Yeah. And what's it like? I know you's are you's are both based in England, as I as I said. But what's it like, obviously, for you know uh, coming up to to Scotland for the majority of your away games, and they were obviously Grenard quite near the border. But is it tough on the the travel side of things? Um, travel, no, not so much with the bus. Yeah, comes through from work into Carlisle, then on to Gretna, so picks us up there. Most games, and then some away games we might need to drive up, which my dad's always there for us. He always, he's always driving me to games, training. Uh, so, yeah, my dad's a good support for uh, away days and, like, far, far games. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I know it was similar where yourself, Chris, obviously, I think, what, seven-hour seven, seven hour drives or something like that? Five-hour drives? Yeah, three and a half hours from me. Um, but that's how much I love football. And when I was going, obviously, when I was at Gretna, it wasn't so bad. It was only an hour and a half um, up there, so it wasn't it wasn't too bad at all. But at the end of the day, Kelty also gave me a van to drive up and down in, so it wasn't one of those where I'm spending my own petrol or anything like that, which was you know extremely kind of them. Um, and also, you know, coming towards the end, Barry had said that you know don't bother coming in twice a week. 
um, for training, just come in one, once a week, which he'd had a chat with all the lads and they were happy with. Obviously, once, he didn't want to, you know, look, make it look like that I'm getting special treatment compared to everyone else. And I didn't ask for that either because I didn't want that kind of thing in the dressing room. So he, he asked the question and the lads were sound with it. So, you know, it helped as well. And to be honest, it, it frees my mind as well. I love driving and I listen to my, my um, audio books. Um, I get phone calls, obviously, for CFI done while I've got so much time on my hands, if, especially if I'm going at three times a week. You know, it's seven hours there and back. So you can get a lot done in that time, speak to a lot of people that I need to speak to, listen to books and just just free your mind on the way up and down. So it wasn't too bad for me. Brilliant. And I believe, it. were you the the one that brought uh, Jack in when you were manager at Gretna? Yeah, we did. Um, we put on the trials for Gretna because obviously there's not a great pool of players in Gretna. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and obviously when I took over, John and I had, had, had seen this and... I'd been to see Gretna the season before a few times and I'd thought if, if I was successful getting the job, we'd need, we'd need better players. But then when you start looking around to see if those better players are there, they're not there because they're either at Carlisle or they're travelling down to England to play or at better teams. The better players are obviously at the better teams mm-hmm. in and around Scotland. So for us, I said to John, look, we're going to be one of those teams where we haven't got the money as well to bring in experienced players. So we're going to be that club, I want to turn it into that club that we go and pursue the young talent that's around Gretna, Carlisle area and bring them in, um, bring them on board and what, we're, what we want and how we want to do things and then, and then go from there. So we put on a few for 16 to 18s, but at the same time, we, Gretna wanted to start an under-18s as well because they hadn't yeah. had an under-18s before, so they wanted to start that. So the first trial we put on was for the under-18s. So obviously, this kid comes along, Jack, um, and many more. We couldn't believe the turnout, to be honest. There was, there was, there was loads there, weren't there, Jack? It was like, yeah, a good 40, know, I think, on the first yeah. track. There was loads there. And I said to John, you know, it's important that, that we go as well. Like, it's not just put the trials on, get someone to take it, and then that's it. So John and I went to every trials. And obviously, Jack came, and we were watching the trials, and John and I are talking. And we're like, who is this? Kid? Who's this kid like? Obviously, you can see Jack. He doesn't look like he's just turned seventeen. He looks <laughs> older than me. You know what I mean? Look at him with his beard and that. So we were thinking, who, who's this kid like? This kid looks good. And we're saying, right, you know, scrap that. We want him for our first team. He's not going for the eighteens. So I speak, speak to Romy afterwards, and we're like, look, you know, this kid. We need him for. I want him for my first team, not the not the eighteens. He says, you can do what you want. It's your trials. You're the manager. So we came in, we spoke, and it wasn't until he left that I actually found out that he was 16. So straight away, me and John are like, wow, this kid's 16. Let's get him in. Let's break him in um, and see how we can handle it in a first-team first team scenario. So, you know, I'd, I'd rang Jack, spoke to him a few times. I think he had – I think you were working to at the time, were you, Jack? Or, yeah, I was bouncing between you. Yeah. yeah. So I'd spoke to him a few times, he, you know, just said, look, you've got a decision to make. You, got, you can go to work and turn Daniel took over, a good manager, and may get, a, may get a chance there, may not. But at Great Now, I'm looking for you to come in, be in and around the t- first team, and actually want you to, to fight for a place for the first team. Um, so obviously he came, he, he, he decided to come to Great and came in. 
And I'll be honest, from day one, I was just so impressed with him. Obviously, Jack will tell you, we had the army in. Worked so hard at that. He was, he was, you know, his attitude towards working hard and, and being fit is, is one of the best 16-year-olds' attitudes I've seen. And that's not just saying that because I signed him or he's one of our players. It's just the truth. I haven't seen many that have got that attitude to and the desire to work hard and try to be the best that they can be. So obviously, you know, he's around the first team, loving it. He has a voice, which I loved for 16. You know, sometimes when you're going in around the first team, you're quiet, you see him quiet, they're, they're shy. Jack wasn't that straight in with the lads having banter, you know. Um, and straight away, John and I said, you know what, this kid's going to be a leader. Um, he had a few problems at the first, because obviously with his age, he had to go on a different kind of contract. So that took months to come through, which yeah. we were absolutely gutted about because he missed, I think it was four games. Was it four, the first four games, yeah? I think it, uh, yeah, I think it was Seven five. games or something? Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, a lot of games. You know, he had the, also he had, he had the experience of playing against Motherwell, yeah, which was, you know, yeah. brilliant for him. Um, and then obviously he... he the contract came through and he's, he's coming in. And, and I don't know if you remember this, but at the beginning of Gretna, for the first 10 games or whatever it was, we had 10 injuries. Yeah. Um, so we had 10 injuries and all of a sudden, me and John are like, all our new players that we brought in were injured or couldn't come or whatever had happened. So we were like, you know what? I said to John, we're just gonna, I'm going to just chuck him in. We'll chuck him in, see how he does. And then from there, he's just evolved. And obviously, when we got in a bit of a sticky situation, I sat Jack down and said, look, I'm going to have to play my older players just to try and get us the time. We were just dying for a win, to be honest, or a draw. Um, and I said, we're going to have, you know, people like Mally had come back and the older heads had come back, Jack Hunter and stuff. And I said, look, we're going to have to play the older heads, see if we can get a result and then we'll, we'll feed you in again. And then, you know, we, we, we came up to the, the FA Cup well, we played um, we played Barry, I think. It was Kelty Hart. Yeah. Jack, you know, in the Cups, I said, I'm going to play my fringe players. Chuck Jack in. Didn't let me down. You know, yeah. didn't let me down at all. Um, Barry came up to me after the game and was like, who's that, Chris? You know, because if you remember, Jack had played, I think he played, where did you play that first half? He played right wing, Jack, right? Second yeah, half, right. he played right yeah. back. So that's when Jack then gets introduced to the right back. So he's up against the second half. I put myself to right wing. Jack comes in at right back. And he's up against Dylan, Dylan Easter. Obviously, yep. we know, for me, is the best winger in the league. Hands yeah. down. Um, and Jack did really well against him. So all of a sudden, Barry's like, who's that? You know, who, who's this kid? I was telling him he's 16. He's, he's, he's very good. Barry was very interested in him. And then really, his career just kicked off. Obviously, I, I got let go after that game. But, you know, it was one of those where he was signed to CFI and I just thought, you know what, I can really help this kid. Like, he's got the right attitude, he's got the, the, right, the, my, the right frame of mind to, to be successful and I've just tried to help him the best that I can. And he's really kicked on and that's a credit to him, no one else really. He's, uh, he's not got distracted with everything that's going on with Gretna that always gets, goes on with Gretna. He's not been... Um, distracted about when I left, six players left, and all whatever happened. He's just cracked on with his football, yep. and he's done. He's he's done exceptional and deserves everything that he gets. And let's be honest, he's done most most of that as a sixteen year old kid. 
21 appearances now at man's football, you know. Like, there's not much more you can say, is there? No, that's excellent, excellent. And what was the, what was the sort of path for you, Jack? I mean, what was your sort of football career before then, uh, before you came to Gretna? Yeah, it was just um, Sunday League appearances, really. For I've only played for two clubs, Stanix and Northbank. Stanix I was with since since I first kicked the football and I played with them for, I think, 12, 12 years. And they were, they were a massive part of like my career, just playing with friends, uh, my dad being the coach, uh, meeting new people. And then when Northbank came around... It was like secondary school, like starting on from there. So again, meeting new people. And it was just an experience where you're playing with your friends and then you're winning trophies with them. So you're getting that connection with the manager as well. And it, it was it was a good experience then. And then when the, they ended, uh, it was quite sad because I knew I'd never play with my friends probably again. And then Gretna came along, went to the trials. Uh, most of my friends went to the trial from North Bank and the league that we were in. And I thought I'd be playing with them in the academy. But then just came along and obviously he's just told the story there. Well, yeah, we a bit shocked at the standards, obviously. Chris referred to, obviously, guys that I know quite well as well, but uh, like to Dylan Easton, who's obviously played, Chris himself, obviously, playing uh, higher up in, in England and Scotland. Uh, were you a wee bit taken back by the quality or was it what you kind of expected? Oh no, definitely. You, you, when you hear like, you don't really talk about that league, but when you're in it, it's a completely different league from say Sunday league, fifteen uh, year old. And when you go into men's football, it's just completely different. You've got the strength of the other players around you. You've got your opposition around you that are like nearly double your age, and you've just you've got to adapt in it. And I, I think like I've done that very well. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I know Chris referred to the game against Kelly. I remember um, being to that game as well and obviously seeing you up against Dylan and you've done fantastically well. But um, everything, everything that sort of went on uh, at the moment, it's hard to obviously say, but what are your, your plans? Are you hoping to play sort of higher in England or are you sticking with Scotland? Or uh, Well, yeah, right now my, my place is with Gretna. Yep. Uh, obviously, if something came along, I'd definitely like give it a thought. But I'm not gonna jump ship straight away. Say if like Celtic came, for example, I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go straight there. Like obviously, I'm gonna stick with Gretna for a while. Uh, I've got to think of schoolwork as well. No, I think that's a you know, uh, and again, that just shows you what he's like because you know, obviously, we talk a lot with what he wants to do, and and you know, as an agency, we we speak to him and and get his thoughts on stuff because as you can tell, he's not 16 or 17 now in the mind. He's, he's you know, he's, he's a lot older and he knows what he wants. So it's just one of those where, you know, what 17-year-old wants to also con- concentrate on on his schoolwork and all those kind of things. Because I tell you this now, when I was 17, schoolwork didn't matter to me. I was at West Brom and I wanted to be there and that's all that mattered. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But I wish I had that mentality now because it's the best mentality to have because it can end at any time and you need to be fully prepared for that. Yeah. And what about your what about yourself, Chris? I mean, um, I know you obviously had a, a crack at management. Um, you were at Kelty, uh, obviously quite successful. Uh, unfortunately, how it ended and whatnot. But are you looking to to continue playing? Or are you looking to get back into management? This is a conversation you know I had with Barry the other day, and um, it's something that I need to think about big time. But you know what? I'm, I'm 
I'm enjoying the CFI so much. Um, I'm enjoying my player mentor role so much. Um, and I feel like I'm a manager, which makes, might sound a bit strange, but I feel like because I've, I'm the one that looks after the players, as in their fitness, their, what they're doing, let me, send, me, you know, send me your run, send me the dirt. I feel like I'm managing that way, which I always wanted to do when I was a great man, look after those young players and manage them. I wanted to be the best at that. And that's why I had John then, who was a very good coach. I think as a manager, you need to realise what you're good at and try and utilise that to the best of your ability. And obviously then when I started playing, it was a lot harder to do both. Yeah. Um, but for me at the minute, like, and I think forever, it will just be this for CFI because I just love the day-to-day being able to just ask Jack what I was doing or ask him what run did you do or every other day send me a run. Or, you know, we have our group that we've, you know, our bantering and stuff. So I like, I like that side of football. So, yeah, that's, 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 my, that's my thoughts, really, on, on the future. Playing again next season, yeah, I think I will still play. Um, but obviously, we don't know, we don't know what's, <laughs> when that's going to be. So, yeah. um, I've not played too much thought on, on that, to be honest. Yeah, and, and obviously, you mentioned, uh, you've, you've mentioned CFI quite a lot, and that's kind of like a... You know, a, a football agent's kind of involving yourself as player mentor and stuff like that. How did you actually get involved in that, Chris? When I was manager at um, Gretna, Ben, who's who's the founder of CFI, had had a few players that I was interested in, and obviously he he they came up to CFI. We got talking. Uh, sorry, up to Gretna, we got talking, um, and then we just became very close over a, a couple of months, to be honest. And then the next thing led to another, and then obviously when I obviously uh, left Gretna. He asked me, he said, look, why don't, would you fancy doing this? And I said, of course I would like, you know, this is what I want to do. Um, and it's just kind of hit off from there, really. Uh, what about yourself, Jack? How did you sort of get involved? Was it through Chris or, yeah, or yeah. were you involved before? Yeah, it was just through Chris. Um, I remember we, there was one game on a Saturday. Uh, ben came up to have a speak with me and my dad. And he was just getting to know us, really, asking about how, how you find your time at Gretna. This was like halfway through the season. We had a chat with him and he was like, oh, I'd want to sign you on to this. Uh, and then obviously I asked Chris for advice. Uh, he said, it's totally up to you. You can sign it and we'll help you through things that you need help with. Or you can you can leave it and maybe come back to us later. And the Kelty games came around and that's when I thought I needed that little extra information from Chris and Ben. Because obviously with Barry having talks with his colleagues at saying like, oh, who's this Jack Patrick and this and that. I didn't really know what to think of it and didn't really know what to do. So then that's when I thought, oh, this is where I need Ben and Chris's help. So that's when I decided to uh, contact Ben and ask him if I could still sign with him. And then he said, yeah, and then I'm in this position now where I can go to them, speak to them about my problems with football and they'll give us a straight answer. And obviously... You know, just going back to your involvement, Chris, I mean, you've probably yeah. been at the top, as I've mentioned earlier, top levels of Scottish football, you know, English football. Um, is that kind of where you get your experience from and, and why you sort of say to the younger boys, like, this is this is what's happened to me, this is how I can help you, basically? Yeah, definitely. I think with Jack's, Jack's situation there, it was never, see, with CFI, it was never to push him to sign with us to... Mm-hmm. To, to just have him on the books and just just do that, you know. I obviously had 
a close bond with Jack because I brought him to the club. We did the trial and we, we obviously, so we had a bit of history through that. Mm-hmm. So my whole, whole thing was when I left, I wanted to continue that. Do you know what I mean? And continue yeah. to help him. Because as you know, if a manager leaves, that's it. You don't really hear off them again unless you're close with them. Um, and I didn't want to see him not get the chance that he deserves. So I wanted to help him in every way. So obviously when he was signed to us, I was personally, I was buzzing because then I get an opportunity to work with a kid that obviously I've already seen the desire and the attitude. So I get to work with that with him now full time and, and help him not to, to find a club because it's more, it's, there's more to it. And that's what we're trying to bring to CFI. There's more to it than just going, oh, I've spoke to these or I've spoke to that. I want to make sure that what, what are you doing in this, in this lockdown? It's been two months now. What have you been doing? He's been working very hard. You know, he sent yeah. me every run he's done. He sent me every cycle he's done. He sent me every run that he's done with his GPS on. He sent me all the information I need to know because we've been working together with that. And then all of a sudden, if there was any interest that came along for him, the first thing people are going to say is, what has he done in yeah. the lockdown? And we can go, there you go, bang, there it is. So again, it's just one of those where it's more looking after the player than in looking after his move. That He's played well this season. That should take care of, his, of itself. We need to make sure that we're just taking care of him. That's Brilliant. it. Brian, Chris. And I noticed um, I did have a wee check of your website before we came on and, and there is a few boys uh, signed up with CFI. A lot of them obviously playing in, playing in England and whatnot. But I, I take it as sort of similar... I know it's a wee bit different with Jack, having, having managed them at Gretna, but are you similar with a lot of the other boys? Yeah, we'd, we like this with all the players because that's how it's so important and we probably won't get have any many more players, maybe one or two, but we've got to make sure that, you know, there's only the two of us, so I want to be able to give my time to everyone. Yeah. I think that sometimes when I look at agencies, they've got 50, 60, 70 players. And it's like, how do you give your time to all of them? You know? Um, so I think that's where we want to be a bit different because I want to be able to give everything to everyone. Well, no, I really appreciate uh, Jack coming on. Uh, obviously, congratulations again for uh, getting voted into our listeners' team of the season. Well deserved. Uh, fantastic for a well now seventeen-year-old uh, just coming into the league. I think you've done fantastically well uh, yourself, Chris. Obviously, um, you know I've seen you a fair bit at Kelty, and uh, yeah, uh, I look forward to seeing what happens with yourself if you're going to be playing next season or if you're you're going to step into management. All the best, guys, and uh, yeah, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you. No, thank you very much.